Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. If you are new to the show, thank you for being here, and I invite you to explore all that we offer the Spiritual Insights community. In addition to producing these segments to help you deepen your spiritual journey, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. I specialize in removing outdated energy, negative emotions, and trauma from the inner child, subconscious mind, and other areas of the human energy field, to relieve you of suffering and elevate your life experience. Today, we continue our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. Coming through today will be the teachings of Divine Mother. I am joined by my special guest co-host, Connie Viveros, a gifted healer and spiritual teacher who has served as full-body channel for Divine Mother since 2011, as well as several other aspects of divine feminine consciousness. Connie embodies Divine Mother as she brings through messages of unconditional love, wisdom, and healing. Connie also offers spiritual coaching and mentoring, as well as online courses and workshops for those who want to accelerate their own path of ascension. You can also attend special online events, both free and for fee, with Connie and her business partner, Wendy Gale, who is a full-body trance channel for Archangel Metatron. And these events include guided meditations, Q&A sessions with the community, and also celebrations uh, for significant cosmic events. So to join Connie M. Wendy's community and review upcoming events, visit angelsemerging.com. If you are interested in becoming a channel or if you would simply like to hear your guidance much more clearly, you can register for a beginner's, intermediate, or advanced channeling certification with Connie and Wendy. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community so you won't miss out on important announcements with regard to the show. And also tune into the archives of transmissions with other members of the divine, such as Mother Mary, as well as Archangel Metatron. We have the archives ready and waiting for you. Well, join me in welcoming Connie back to the show. Hello, Connie. Great to be Hello. with you again. Indeed, it is, Shar. Thank you. It's a, It really is a pleasure and an honor to do this with you and share all this juicy wisdom that comes through the cosmos. Mm, you warm my heart, my dear. You warm my heart. <laughs> Thank you. So what do we have going on right now? We are in the summer August. of 2021 and we have COVID re-emerging. We have emotions coming to the surface for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people are looking for peaceful navigation of these times and perhaps what they can do to help themselves. So why don't we talk about that for a bit? 
Yes, um, I think what's most astounding about what is uh, in front of everybody right now is that um, it's August. You know, we're eight months into a year. We've arrived quite specifically um, being August, one of the most decisive months of the year. And what I mean by that, beloved, is you have four months to go to complete this year. Mm -hmm. And there has been such extreme levels of chaos and um, lack of engagement with many. Uh, the way that we are seeing it and viewing it through the lens of divinity is that your humanity right now seems to be fighting against the energy that is currently present. Yes. And so with that, you can only imagine uh, the feelings of struggle, the feelings of disharmony, the feelings of um, lack and what uh, questioning. There's so much questioning going on, which means uncertainty. Yes, absolutely. And, and part of what we are recognizing is, um, you know, the need to know the need to have clarity and the need to uh, feel um, calm in the face of so much adversity. Yes. And so you spoke of earlier before we uh, began to record our messages and our wisdom downloads about toolboxes, spiritual toolboxes, mm -hmm. um, energetic okay. toolboxes. What device may work for you may not be what another is inclined to do. And for instance, one person beloved might be um, perfectly content to sit in quiet, peaceful, silent contemplation, meditation for an hour's time each day. Mm -hmm. And yet that may not be practical or useful at all for another. And sure. so what we are speaking to is you must find your balance. You must find your mechanism and your, the components that you can add to your life form uh, that will work for you to calm the waters, to calm the energy. If that makes sense to you. That makes beautiful sense. Yes. I need to let the listeners know that Divine Mother came through uh, rather seamlessly. So we are speaking with Divine Mother right now. Connie's in the background. Uh, welcome, Divine Mother. You came through without much fanfare this time. Well, it was, didn't seem necessary. And it seemed like the listeners wanted to benefit from directly from Mother rather than me being the conduit as uh, the divine channel that my beloved is. That's perfectly fine. Okay, so we want to calm the waters and calm the energy down to navigate peacefully mm -hmm. through these times of such uh, extreme, shall we call it internal as well as external uh, churning? Well, as you all know, we began this month with your son in your uh, house of Mercury, the planet of Mercury, which causes all kinds of people um, responses from people if you know what i mean mm -hmm. and although mercury was not in retrograde you had this great event that was culminating and um, descending itself upon your planet that everybody was all rallied around it was called the Lionsgate portal mm -hmm. 
And if you imagine, beloved, it is like a gateway indeed. So imagine, uh, you know, the Red Sea is parting and there is an opening that occurs. So I want all your listeners to begin to understand the energetics of what Lionsgate means. And it is indeed an annual event, a phenomena of the cosmos that the ancient Egyptians used to tap into and utilize for their uh, beneficial good. But with our world today and the way in which everybody navigates the world today, everybody is so at odds and confused about how they can utilize this potent energetic um, stream of consciousness that is available to them inside of this period. And this period is, is end of July through just a couple of days from now. Okay. And in doing so, you know, the climax of it was indeed on 8-8, and it was a, a thrusting through. It was a perfect alignment. And if you did or did not choose to align yourself perfectly with it at that moment, that's all right. You didn't miss out on anything. So, and as, a, as an external force, everybody can uh, be more mindful, be in more awareness, be in more... Um, purposeful action around these types of events. Mm -hmm. It is the way in which our ancestors used to live their lives, beloved. And so externally speaking, um, I'm inviting your listeners to begin to become more in alignment with that which is always in their favor uh, to aligning themselves with cosmology the study of the cosmos, what's happening, what planets are going in and out of retrograde, what the eclipses are all about. For the eclipses bring an enormous opportunity for union, for healing, for um, shedding, for um, healing past lives trauma. We talked about the Akashic. So when you come into alignment with understanding more of this planetary cosmology, you then become more activated more engaged, and you can flow with it as opposed to fighting it. Okay. So as an example, Mercury, when it hits retrograde, many people go, oh my goodness, my whole life is going to fall apart. <laughs> and this is not, a tr not true at all. What if you were to lean into the retrograde energy? What if you were to let it wash over you? much like uh, body surfing, right? In the ocean, when a wave is about to approach you, you dive into the wave and let Very the wave good. wash over you. And then the effects of that wave hitting you become far less um, of an issue. Yes, beautiful analogy. Right. You're going with the flow of that wave, yes. And even like just submerging yourself into it and allowing it to just wash over you. In essence, it is going with the flow, but it is also being a part of the flow. You know, submerging yourself, which could look like for many people, it could be taking a few days off, getting okay. off the merry-go-round of your life and saying, you know what, I know that Mercury is going to be intense in these next few days. I'm going to take a few days of self-care. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go plant myself in the woods and just commune with nature for a while and let the energy of the retrograde pass wash over me. I'm going to dive into it. 
whatever comes, comes. I'm not going to get all uh, twisted around and twisted into a pretzel around it. Okay. And simply yes. allow and simply allow the energy to use me. Become one with it. As you would if you dive under that water. The same is true for Lionsgate. Lionsgate is an enormous amount of downpouring consciousness and energy upon your humanity. If you are not in conscious awareness of this uh, streaming light, this alignment of Sirius with your, uh, with your sun and with your planet Earth, that's what it is, the Lionsgate. It is an alignment of which you can take useful advantage of. So imagine, if you will, of just like the Egyptians used to is build their pyramids and you plant yourself directly in the line of the planet Sirius with the star. It's a star planet with the sun, with the planet Earth. What might you imagine would occur for you? I can only imagine um, that sounds extremely powerful. You become a part of it. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. rather than waffling around and flopping around at being at effect of it. For the energy, beloved, if we were to use another analogy, if you've ever seen heat waves that rise up from the uh, concrete or the hot earth plane when it is a very hot day, yes. you, can see, you can see the heat waves, right? That's true. Imagine that energy 1,000-fold, a belt of that energy like a photon belt of that energy streaming mm. down upon you that you come up against. You have to pass through it. How would you navigate yourself if you were walking through uh, uh, an energy belt, a photon belt of that nature? You dive into it, just allow yourself to become part of it, go with that flow, almost being ascended and uplifted by it as opposed to resisting it and pushing and saying no and arm putting armament upon yourself to guard against the effects of it okay so it's a very different life experience that so, probably was not as good of an analogy for many people do not find themselves living in a photon belt <laughs> this is true i was uh, curious to ask um with regard to the photon belt, you're, you're using that strictly as an analogy of how powerful um, the energy of the heat wave would be. Are, are we still traveling through the photon belt that was mentioned in the past year? We are indeed. It is now dissipating and the lion's gate is indeed part of, uh, part of the climax of it. Okay. And, and what you will begin to understand is that um, the, the energy will begin to flatten out between now and the end of your year. But without a few other uh, cosmic or planetary uh, astrological events that will impact it. But for the most part, it is clear sailing between now and the end of your uh, lunar year, which is your your astrological calendar mm -hmm. and yet beloved um hold on one moment let me just get some clarity around what we are trying to say all right 
it seems to be uh, right now in your vernacular and your world consciousness, you go from one event to another very rapidly. And so there seems to be a co-mixing, a co-mingling of event after event after event. And people are hardly uh, being associated with what is the clarity, what is the work, what is my personal healing journey within the context of this, uh, uh, this astrological event before they move on to another. Okay. And so the climaxes of the new moon rising in the sky right now just happened. So you have not only the Lionsgate portal that opened up, but you also are being impacted by a new moon. Get very clear on which is which. Okay. Like, which are you working with? And then use that to your advantage. Okay. Do you understand the co-mingling and mixing? Because people are on to the, to the full moon and, and doing full moon ceremonies and rituals without really acknowledging and understanding the work they did within the confines and context of the Lionsgate portal. Let's clarify a bit. Okay, so the new moon that we just recently had in conjunction with the Lion's Gate ushers in much more energy through the portal created by the alignment of Sirius, the Earth, and the Sun. So we have that energy ushering in, and then with the energy of the new moon commingling, we need to get clarity on what we are working with, what we are aligning with, and using to our advantage for our growth, clarity, and perhaps can we say getting unstuck, get moving in a new direction? Absolutely. That is what new moons are all about, beloved. Mm -hmm. New intentions, new dreams. You can, if you choose to, you can redesign your life each and every month. When you combine that effect with something such as a Lionsgate portal, and in September there will be a, an eclipse, you, it begins to add momentum and strength and energy force to the existence of those dreams and, and intentions. Okay. May I ask a question for clarity? Absolutely, beloved. Thank you, Divine Mother. Okay. This is something I've been thinking about and trying to uh, get comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You state that we can redesign our life each and every month we can get come into alignment with certain energies we can release certain energies that no longer support us or serve us my question is about soul contracts and the will of the higher self where okay i can use uh, myself as an example i'm going through a period of time where there is enormous growth and i recognize that the achievement of, of that growth is very important to me. So I am willing to surrender to that. However, when it comes to redesigning our lives in the way that you mean it, how does that contradict what the soul wants? How do we navigate that without going against the soul path? That's what I'm having a hard right. time with. All right, beloved. Thank you. Good question, beloved. Thank you. Beautiful question, as a fact. You can never not be upon your soul path. Okay. Number, number one. Mm -hmm. For what lies within you is the ability for you to, deep down inside of you, have dreams, wishes, desires, thoughts, beliefs, behaviors. All of this contributes to who you are as soul. 
Okay. So when you are sparked by inspiration, this is an inspired thought for inspiration is clearly a thought that is in spirit within spirit's domain to hold. Okay. So yeah. you have an inspired thought. Where do you believe this thought comes from? You, the ego, or you, the soul being? I see. So you, when you have this inspired thought, it is meant to be nurtured and fed and watered. It is like the seed that already exists inside of you. This is the misnomer. This is the, um, uh, this is the, the, the complexity and confusion for all humans, beloved. You do not realize the great potential that lies within you. We've talked about the seed metaphor before, that if you were to be shown a tomato seed or a, an, an acorn and somebody were to tell you without understanding any bit of biology that within this little seed, this little tiny tomato seed, beloved, exists 1,000 of these delicious red fruits. How would you wrap your ego mind around that? If nurtured and watered and planted in the, the ripe field of consciousness and you feed that dream, it can't not happen. It is part of biology. The soul works in much the same magical way. Your soul is a seed brought here to the earth plane to be nurtured and watered and planted to do your soul's mission. If watered and uh, believe that within you is that you know, plant that can bear uh, great fruit a thousand times over, why do you limit yourself so? Mm. So what we're trying to drive at is the soul's mission, purpose, path can never not be adhered to. You can choose to delay it. You can choose to deny it. You can choose to um, turn, turn yourselves away from it. But you know, like anything in life, this is a spiritual law. It is a spiritual principle. It will come back around in ways that will be both confusing and perplexing to the human. Yes. Why did that, uh, why did that mate of mine, that, that significant other of mine, get cancer? Why did my child be born with an illness? Why am I being evicted from my home? Why am I losing that job? Why did my mother die so early? All of these things factor into that. Instead of confuse, create alignment with that as part of your soul's beautiful mixture and journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There is something I would ask that you share your thoughts on when it comes to, because we know many of us and the listeners are having uh, quite, quite a challenge right now with all of these energies. So in terms of, as we talked about the toolbox and all of the wonderful tools that you and Metatron and Mother Mary have given us to help us navigate these times, um, created such a, a beautiful collection. Can we? Can you share your thoughts on surrender versus resignation? Because I think many of us are, uh, we tend to want to resign and just say, oh, well, this is just my fate. I have to go along with it. I prefer the more active and inspired surrender to it. In other words, getting into alignment with it, the way we were speaking about it 
few moments ago, getting in alignment with the wave. But how can you help the listeners understand the difference between the two much more simply? All right. So surrender versus resignation. Deep breath, everyone. Take a nice deep breath and know that surrendering to something means allowing it to be so as it is without any need for it to appear differently than what you believe it should or should not look like. This is surrender. Resignation is letting go to the forces and devices of energy to say, oh my goodness, this is happening and I don't like it. And so I'm going to choose to walk away from it. And when you are in the place of surrender in your life, spiritually speaking, all things good will come to you, whether you choose to perceive them as acts of goodness or not. Everything, beloved, you must begin to recognize and understand is happening for the benefit and purpose of your soul's evolution. It cannot not be so. And so whether you are experiencing a partner with cancer or whether you are experiencing um, heightened affluence and abundance in your life, both of these are in alignment with what is right and good and happening now for your greatest soul's evolution. The issue for most of your humanity right now with this sense and experience of resignation is there's so much feeling in the collective that uh, there is no free will. Mm-hmm. Your, free, your free will and your freedoms are being somehow um, abstracted from you. And with that, you must focus upon what everyone is being invited to do, which percentage-wise is not at 100%, not even close, is the distraction of not focusing upon your journey and what's right in front of you. Everyone is looking over their shoulder or looking at the news media or looking at their computers or their funny little devices saying, I'm going to find the answer here. I'm going to figure out my soul's purpose here. I'm going to distract myself to such a depth and degree that I don't have to think about it. It is numbing and anesthetizing and completely checking out of the conscious awareness of what you can and cannot do. It feeds the fury. It feeds the lack of, I can't do anything about it. This is resignation. And powerlessness, aligning more with powerlessness than empowerment. Precisely, all of that, all of that goes hand in hand. However you're experiencing your life right now, if it is not bringing you joy, abundance, love, bliss, peace, then choose differently. Choose something other. If you do not have a daily uh, dose or a balance of joy, bliss, happiness, peace, abundance, then you need to change something and alter some perspective and choices in your life. Turn the news off, put your device down, play with your child, sing a song, write a song, play in your journal, go stare at a flower, plant a seed and water it, grow some tomatoes, go to the ocean, 
commune with God, get quiet and listen to your guidance. All of these are ways in which you can surrender without feeling the resignation. That was beautiful. Okay. It is always within your domain of choice to do and change and shift the energy. Very empowering. Okay. Indeed. The energy, however, at this particular time, beloved, remains very tricky as we enter into these last four months of the year. There is great expectation amongst all of you that somehow you are collectively going to move through uh, an experience of your collective humanity and be uh, that what we're saying redeemed. That there is some redemption at the end of this this year because you've all been through so much. Yes, there is. And, and yet, beloved, I'm here to share with you. It is not going to happen unless everybody turns inward and begins to draw on the relationship that they have with their own inner spirit, their own. Um, divine consciousness, their own soul's journey. Who is it that is guiding you is very different than who is guiding me and my woman. Mm -hmm. And yet they are both divine. There's no judgment on either one. But my set of instructions and protocols are going to be very different than yours. Okay. So are you saying that each of us individually who might be expecting some type of redemption or reward simply for having gotten through this uh, time period from early 2020 to now? I don't understand this question. I'm oh, I haven't. I'm, I'm trying to formulate it. Okay. So, so for those of us individually who might feel that they are deserving of some kind of redemption or reward for simply having survived this, um, to go inward, and to connect with your own guidance is what you're saying we should do. Forget about redemption, but just go with the flow of what your guidance is having you do or where it's steering you. Well, first of all, I want to reclaim the question just a bit and clarify for my own purposes that you presented the question to me, beloved, in a way, in such a way that it, it sounded though we've all survived this as though it was something horrific that happened. Yes, I did use those words. But. And, and, yet, and yet I want to reframe and reapproach and, again, surrender as opposed to resign ourselves to it being a horrific event. What if what has just happened to you, what you've all come through together as a collective and individually, is, was, was filled with light and love and glory and was actually something very wonderful that occurred? You remember when the pandemic first occurred and everybody was locked away in their own little homes and houses and all the things that began to shift so rapidly. Mm -hmm. I do. All that is not shifting anymore. So what do you imagine consciousness is saying and doing for all of you? What do you imagine life is saying? What do you imagine Gaia is responding to that saying, Oh my goodness, the pollution is back. Oh my goodness. All the fishing and all the fires and all that is back again. We must do something to set in motion another soul experience for all the humans to go be locked up again in their little tiny homes. Oh, okay. 
All right. So, so perfect reframing. Um, I, I guess I was trying to capture the uh, mood of a lot of people. Like we got through this that way. Yes, but that's a perfect reframing. So as we go through these last four months of 2021, if we do what you suggest in going inward, following guidance and really cultivating peace while this all occurs, then there will be peace. Correct. It's just a peaceful response, a peaceful approach, a peaceful um, reaction to it all. And remember, your neutrality is the ability to respond rather than react. So how are you responding versus reacting to all that is happening in front of you? When you hear the news, my woman turned the news on this morning for the first time in many, many days, and she instantly turned it off saying, Oh my goodness, it is like it has not changed and shifted, it is in fact getting worse. I and had an opportunity to, and I didn't last very long with what all that was happening. It's right. So we encourage we, we encourage each and every one of you to be do a little bit of what we call being self-referral. You know, what is right and good for you is not going to be right and good for your neighbor or your brother or your family member, but invite yourself to um, be in deeper relationship with your toolbox, that which guides you, that which you know are ways that you can create more joy, love, peace, harmony, bliss, abundance in your life. And if you don't have that in your life or you feel that is lacking, then a quality of life would be a balance of that. Okay. For ev everybody deserves that in their life, whether you are a pauper living on the side of a river and homeless, or you are living in a great castle with maids and servants. You can have the same life experience in your response to all that is going on, no matter the quality or the circumstance of your living condition. It is all the inner landscape. It is all about who and what you are being and what you are part of. Are you a part of the greater cosmos, the, the galactic gateway, the, the, the lion's gate, the eclipse that is coming, the new moon, the full moon, or are you caught up in all the activities of your humanity that are battling and wrestling and arguing and uh, criticizing one another. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a very different life experience. Yes, it is. Okay. Beautiful. To follow up on a conversation we had had earlier, I believe it was last year. Uh, we were talking about the birthing process and uh, we discussed several times how it was rather difficult because of the contractual nature of it. Are we still, because we're still going through the photon belt, are we still in the birthing process? Or are we towards the end of that as well? We are very much towards the end of that. And that is what these next four months are preparing you for is to receive the baby. And the baby has been born. The baby is being swaddled, but now it is about the care of the baby. Okay. So for each of us, how we negotiate and deal with a newborn baby is very different. Um, for example, oh, 
Are you annoyed, irritated, and agitated when the baby cries? Or do you find your nurturing senses kick in to say, oh, let me take care of that. How can I be of help and assistance here? So once again, freedom of choice, uh, free will for you to choose the proper way in which you will be in response to uh, all the newness that is occurring around you in your world and your earth. The new ways of being when you see somebody uh, throw a piece of trash upon the ground or in the ocean or at the park that you are visiting. Do you say something now instead of just letting it go? Mm. Say, please, please don't do that for the collective. Where are you helping to heal the collective? Whether it is uh, the victims of, of, of natural disasters or whether it is uh, volunteering at your local hospital with people that are so uh, ailing and sick. And I don't mean to go into these uh, wards to create risky situations for yourself, but what about the family members? Yes. You can aid and assist family members that are going through grief and strife and bring prayer and meditation and unity consciousness to them and say, you are not alone. A lot of people, beloved, feel very, very alone right now in their strife and in their worry. And so who, you as a conscious being on the soul path, is where are you being in service to God I am? Where are you uh, bringing forth your higher pedigree of wisdom, knowing thyself as a spiritual being, to be out on the front lines. Say, so let me bring some light into your world right now. I know it's heavy. I know you had a recent uh, situation in your Florida, state of Florida. Great pain, great collective pain. And you still have worry all around that uh, geographic area. Mm -hmm. Yes. People are fleeing rapidly, trying to get out of their homes and leases and to move. Are you referring to the building collapsing in Southern Florida? Yes, I'm seeing yeah. this great collapse and there is still great consternation and worry and fear going on right there. They cannot even begin to concentrate on everything else going on in the world. What's happening in your government, what is happening with COVID. They are so worried about their, where, where they're going to live tomorrow. Hmm. This is true. Bring them food, bring them counsel, bring them sustenance, bring them peace. By saying, let me just listen. Let me just be a shoulder for you to cry upon. It does not have to be some great and mighty measure of, of active faith for you to do things. It, is, it can be done in simple ways. Peanut butter sandwiches are enough sometimes as an I act see. of care. Yes, it's a, it's a great gesture. I think what the listeners would be wondering right now, there is a lot of back and forth and disagreement and divisiveness still with regard to the vaccine. Do, do you still stand on your advice to trust your intuition with regard to that? I do. I do feel very strongly that each individual knows their own innate truth and what is right for them. However, having said that, uh, the powers to be, the factors that want to control and uh, bear down upon. And, and please understand that this comes from the interest, not to control you as much, but to 
get back to normal, as everyone has said. And so more of the motivation is to create health in your uh, public domain than it is to, to strip you and remove your rights of freedom from you in having persuading you to receive this vaccine. So that is ramping up while those that are choosing not to will feel uh, less and less. And the image I'm being shown is think of smoking when, you know, no smoking started to infiltrate your communities and your country. It used to be widely accepted where everyone could smoke everywhere. And then it became lesser and lesser and lesser to where all those who were smoking felt it like they were alien and, and something was wrong with them. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. The same energy form is being created because the powers that be feel very uh, indignant that the vaccine will eradicate this disease. Really? The, the powers to be that are enforcing the vaccine, yes, beloved, they feel very strongly that it is a biological scientific response and answer to the virus that is currently circulating upon your planet. Yes. Okay, I just wanna be sure I understand. Uh, Are you saying that there is a collective of people who don't want the virus to be eradicated? No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying quite the contrary, it's quite the contrary. I'm saying there is a group of people that firmly believe and are entrenched in the feeling and understanding uh, with scientific and biological and medical evidence that the vaccine will be the great eradicator. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it so almost they are, sounded different. They, they are pushing the agenda for more people to become vaccined as, vaccined as a result of that in order to remove it from uh, your consciousness, your world, to no longer be at effect of it. Right now, your hospitals, your people, everything is just in chaos around the effects of this vaccine because of the lack of preparedness. Okay. And it is not the first pandemic and the first um, global epidemic to, to meet your earth plane. It is just the response to it. Yes, many feel that the vaccines that are on the market now were created much too quickly, so that uh, seem to have sowed some doubt and some suspicion. Uh, as the as the virus evolves, I can imagine that the vaccinations will also evolve to try to meet those challenges of that a the, mutating virus. That is the great chase right now, is they can't seem to keep up with it. And uh, specifically so, uh, just please know that the rapidity to which the virus or the vaccine, beloved, was created was because so much uh, was put toward it. The resources, the money, the brain power was put toward that. And so it moved along those uh, channels with much, uh, much acceleration there is so much confusion around this and there is nothing one can say, particularly in my position, to alter or change that someone's belief form. Mm-hmm. It is always a personal choice. And yet we must begin to think of as part of your personal choice, 
what do you want freedoms to choose to do? And that is what is being threatened right now. Right. It is not so much take the virus or not. It is what do I want and desire my personal freedoms and choices to be? Those are what are being threatened right now. Yes. It seems to me, as I listen to people, as I hear their concerns or their reasons uh, why to get the vaccine or why not to get the vaccine, all of which are valid because it's their own. Mm-hmm. It's their own personal uh, position on their life, their body, and their peace. Uh, but it's interesting how it varies and how threatened people seem to be with the measures that are being asked of them to quarantine, to, which for me, it didn't, it didn't take a whole lot of um, struggle for me or strife. It didn't cause me a, a great deal of angst. But as I listen to people, it seems that their sense of freedom seems to be quite fragile. Is that correct in my observation? That's a beautiful way to frame it and to picture, outpicture it is fragility. Everyone is feeling and know again, it is your ability to respond versus the reaction of the ego. What is in fact in response? What are you responding to? Yes. And you can rest assured that the veracity by which you are responding, I will not do that, is indeed an aspect of the shadow. Or if you, if you were in surrender and complete alliance and, and alignment with, you would say, oh, all right, I'm just choosing not to do it. It's a no. Or, oh, of course, I'll take the vaccine. No problem. Where shall I go to get it and receive it? Okay. You see the difference in the energy in your response. Absolutely. When you throw up a shield of such consternation and criticism and angst and anger that comes from a very different place than oh i'm just my my answer is a no thank you very much yes and it's manifesting in um so many in so many different arenas in different ways where now what i'm aware of is that the education system the the superintendents and the school boards are really battling this out, whether or not children should wear masks and it should be in the parents' hands and and everybody wants to kind of share the power, but they don't want the criticism is what I'm observing. Well, beloved one, we we feel this is, you know, a can of worms as you like to uh, Mm -hmm. think of it, is if one child succumbs and dies from this disease, what then do you think? That's what I think. How will you feel then if one child or parent is left to deal with the fatality of their child by sending them to a school that may or may not have infection? Yes. This will be a tragedy for that child in our perspective, as we know, is on their soul path and they are merely the, um, the conduit to raise our conscious awareness, but you would not want to be the parent of that child. No, I wouldn't. And so the arguing for arguing's sake is what is in the best interest of the children? And I would just take that to heart. I do not have, uh, you know, yes or no, right or wrong about it, but what 
in your opinion, and if you take your own opinion out of it and remove the veils of fury and fight that you have of your freedom of will and the child's will is what about the safety and health of the child? Mm-hmm. What then, how then do you perceive it? I do my best to be neutral. I've always looked at it as this is simply what you need to do right now. Right now. You don't have to feel any way about it. You just have, you just should do it before your own health and safety. And don't worry about inconvenience. You have so many laws around so many things to keep so many safe. You know, is where does this fall on your, you know, plate full of all the other ways in which you do uh, comprom- make compromises to your will and your freedoms yes, for the safe for the safety of the greater all. It, and that's what's fascinating to me about it as as I watch it unfold and when I watch it, I I largely unplug from all of the negativity but the battles that people are choosing to fight in and around this seem to me rather frivolous in in many cases i would just push the narrative and the agenda to what would the child want and children unfortunately want what the parents want but if you see the life through the eyes of the child we are setting up a fear-based situation for children and children unfortunately become little mimics little parrots of their parents agenda so it's true just allow yourself to look at it through a different a new perhaps new perspective of you know what if you are that child how does the child feel does the child feel in fear does the child want to wear a mask does the child feel safer or less safe with or without it that's a lot of fear surrounding that well, I would trust that child's higher wisdom to know what's best for that child's path. Provided, beloved, they are not just mimicking something that they've already been influenced by. It has okay. to be organic. It has to be innate. And I, don't, I think you've surpassed that point with many of these arguing circumstances. So, you know, it may not be possible in this particular situation or circumstance but for you the the adult the spiritual adult the spiritual enlightened being uh, check in with your guidance and 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 formulate the response through the eyes the heart the wisdom the vision of your guidance what does guidance say to you not your ego what does guidance wish to happen if you were to temporarily be asked to wear a mask so that we could just get rid of one thing, would you be willing to do that for a period of time or not? In the interest and safety of a child, would you be willing or would you not? Quite simple. And, and part of it is stop making everyone wrong for how they feel. Everyone has the right and the sovereignty to feel in a certain way. And yet, you know, just let us allow each other to have our rights and say, okay, instead of getting angered and heated and, you know, over-engaged in your opinion or your response is differs from mine. Therefore, it causes me anger. I think it's difficult for many to look at someone who says um, 
you know, quite innocently, I'll say, no, thank you. I choose not to participate because what the other person is seeing through their lens is selfishness. And so that I see where the anger comes from. I don't always agree with the way it's being expressed, but I see where it comes from that these people are viewed at viewed as selfish and uncaring towards the children or other people, vulnerable people. I can certainly but, understand that as a perspective, but is it true? Oh, this is, that's a good point. It's we are not, not we are not going true. To, it does not feel that there is a uh, easy resolution, and we will certainly not resolve it here. For everyone, even in listening to this conversation, is already getting tense and formulating their own response to it. So, yeah, it's true. as it may, uh, just believe what you believe, but ensure that you have good counsel and good influence of how you came to that belief form. And I subscribe to uh, guidance as the pathway to the most supreme intelligence and wisdom that you can have and having relationship with that is going to provide you with a better response than any you could possibly come up with on your own or be influenced by in your world today. Okay. Beautiful. Indeed. All right, beloved. Uh, we feel we're coming to an end of our conversation. Mm -hmm. We look forward to uh, sharing again, and we thank you for the privilege to bring forth divine wisdom, to bring forth love and light and bounty and beauty of all that is really possible for each and every one of you here listening. And please know that you are sovereign and you are divine, and you cannot not be upon your soul's path and your soul's journey. Beautiful. The honor is mine. Thank you, Divine Mother, for being with us. Indeed. Until the next time. Thank you. Namaste. Hi there. That was great. Oh, good. I have no idea if it was great or not. I just know she was very engaged. <laughs> very engaged. And it was uh, one of those seamless uh, entrances. And so I found a way to slip in and announce that she had arrived. Ah, all right. Well, when <laughs> you just disappeared. Yeah. You know, what's funny is when you're doing the introduction, there's a sense of me of like, oh, Divine Mother's, I had the thought and it's coming to me now that, oh, Divine Mother's supposed to be here. And so she just kind of slipped right in. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll figure out a pattern and a rhythm and how that works to both our beneficial good. If you want me to go through the protocol and bring her in, that's fine too. But she's always present, as we know. Yes. And yeah. um, well, we've talked about it, but I find with you that it's easy to work with. And um, it's it's just cute how the accent changes and 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 the vocabulary that's used. And so oh, I just yeah. I just find it easily easy enough to just slip in and say, all right, everybody, divine mother's here. If you haven't noticed the change in the inflection, because there is a noticeable change, but she just came right in. I was like, uh oh, she's here. Okay. And that's fine by me. I love it. I love Good. it. No well, need to you. do the protocol. Thank you, Shar. That's because I, I feel like I would be muzzling her. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't have her muzzle mother. Woo. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't, I would not attempt. <laughs> That's funny. She's like, she's like even laughing. So thanks. 
Awesome. All right, my friend. Thank you. Good job. Wonderful. I hope we uh, serve those that need it. And uh, I, I, again, it's an honor and pleasure to be here with you in this format. Thank you so much. And just a word to the listeners, um, just to um, just to throw something out there, ladies and gentlemen, look forward to Connie and Wendy's calendar of events for 2022. They will be uh, planning their uh, spiritual retreats for next year. And I'm sure that there are some wonderful opportunities to go deeper in and among that. I want to remind you, angelsemerging.com is where you can register for free and for fee online events with Connie and Wendy. Join the Angels Emerging community and you will find out all the great opportunities that are available to you. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is where you can book an energetic healing session with me. I would be honored to help you move forward on your journey with peace and clarity. All right, Connie, thank you once again. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. Blessings. Blessings to you. All right, everyone, that is our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.